Pay attention, this is important. Today, we'll cover three taboos that need uncovering. One, where the church is failing us. Two, what is the power behind naked old people? And three, the six things experts say that you need in order to be sexier starting today. And yes, you can take them with you to church on Sunday. And matter of fact, you probably should. The six sexy tools, not the naked older people. Save that for bingo. And it's time for another unbuckled, bumpy ride with your guide, the stark-raving lunatic himself. I'm Jim. Let's jump right in again. Welcome to my podcast based on my brand new book, available on Amazon, Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N. It's a year-long guide to gratitude and our daily grind. The book that combines some timeless wisdom from a whole lot of the world's wiser people with the reflections, reactions, and wisecracks of the guide's author, me. And it guides you, the reader, through the simplest system for a happy, healthy, authentic, and genuinely grateful everyday experience. I urge you to get the book. Of course I do. I wrote it. It's either at Amazon or at my website, ampurage.com, A-M-M-P-U-R-A-G-E. But even without it, let's make next week better than last, our next year better than the past, and get started now with today's episode of... Unity is not sexy, people. Okay, you want to know something? One of the favorite lines I ever wrote? Please, somebody... Get me a DJ who'll lay down a beat to this for me. Wrote this a while ago, so here we go. I know unity ain't sexy. I know that us against them is what sells. I know what's been going on, claiming right, blaming wrong, since God gave us heaven and hell. Mic drop. <laughs> God, I'm old. That, my lunatic listeners, that needs to be on the back of a t-shirt and have its own backbeat. So says the guy that, you know, stacked and packed those words together. Okay, so let's unpack them. I know unity ain't sexy. But why? Why ain't the whole unity thing a sexy thing? Any takers out there? Any doubters? Check Facebook to back this up then. Unity ain't sexy. Hashtag unity in today's divided world gets like 3 million posts which is actually, honestly, more than I thought it would be. Hashtag sexy, over 15 million. Truth is, folks want sexy over unity. But why? So to understand it, first, we accept it. Accept that unity is not on most people's map to find sexy. But why not? Well, the main reasons why unity is not sexy are the same reasons that well, neither does a four-decade-long marriage make the list of sexiest things on earth. No matter how sexy the bride and groom were when they began their journey shacking up. Because sexy isn't meant to stay sexy forever. And in-love marriage and in-it-to-win-it, ride-or-die unity? Hopefully that will. Hopefully, 
It'll last longer, much longer, after the sexy has all passed. They're beautiful, yeah. Unity and 40 plus years of matrimony, they're beautiful. But they're not considered sexy, and maybe they're not supposed to be, because just maybe what's supposed to be important is not supposed to be sexy. And maybe sexy is not supposed to be all that important. Or is it? Is sexy important? Is it that we've got our sexy all ass backwards? So look what just happened. I say ass backwards and sexy in the same sentence. See where your mind runs off to? Get your mind out of the gutter. Listen up. Get back over here. Back to unity. Is it or is it not the new sexy? So what are we covering and uncovering here today? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called sexy. An electric word, sexy, that means, well, whatever. <laughs> and that could take a mighty long time. And I'm here to tell you, <laughs> Prince would have been the first person to stand tall, all five foot nothing of him, and tell you that sexy means, well, whatever, whatever to you. But not forever, because sexy changes with the time. All you Prince fans out there, you know what I just did there, right? <laughs> and it's high time that we changed what we understand about sexy and understand about unity. And at the start of this episode, I talked about where the church is letting us down. So could it be, does the church need more sexy? And what about unity? There's so much to uncover. Oh no, let's go. People, don't lie. You know if you were asked to write down top three examples of what you find sexy? Try it. Think in your mind right now, quick, three ideations, imaginations of Sexy. Got him yet? Good. Keep him to yourself. <laughs> I don't need to know that much about you. But don't forget him. We're going to come right back to him. So let's compare now. Compare those three points I mentioned at the top of the podcast that we're turning back the covers on. Let's see how they match up with your big three on your sexy list. I'll bet that, point one, that unity ain't seen as sexy. And kind of like point one B, neither is a multi-decade long marriage seen as sexy. Point two, that you don't shop or you don't look to shop at church as your first stop to shop for sexy. Maybe a good thing. And point three, what is sexy about two old naked people who've been married for decades and went to church every Sunday? What's sexy about the secret that they knew about the power of them being stripped naked together? And point four, bonus point here, could we have gotten it wrong about what sexy is, what is sexy, and why unity should be the new sexy for you and me? So go back, those three sexy images that you came up with and burnt into your brain, anyone's list include unity, church, and naked old people? Be honest now, any of your three sexy imaginations? You had any of them fit into those images nicely? If not, don't worry. Let's spend some time unpacking how we might have missed something. But you're going to find out you're in good company. You know who else missed the possible link between unity and sexy? So did the churches and the social justice warriors of our world. So don't, don't take anything off the table yet. Let's take them, knock them out one by one here. First, let's get clear here. We got to know what sexy is, what sexy is defined as. In order to know what is sexy, right? That makes sense. All right, so sexy is defined both biologically driven and physiologic, I mean, psychologically driven. 
So for today, let's, let's stay in our lane and let's seek the psychologically driven, okay? Hey Siri, what is sexy? Sexiness is defined as the quality of being sexually attractive or alluring. An example, Siri oozed sexiness. <laughs> that was bad. And when it comes to sexy, but not necessarily about sex, it's defined as the quality of being exciting or appealing. An example here could be, this podcast lacks a certain sexiness. Yeah, I know, I need to sexy stuff up around here. So what really is this kind of sexy and why does it matter? It matters because it's eye-catching. It gets your attention. And it's eye candy. It keeps your attention. And candy's a little different because you want to spend time with it. You want to partake of it. And you think at the time you want more of it. It's that kind of, I can't get my mind off of it. And it lures you in stuff, okay? It excites you. Sexy arouses you. Sexy is distracting. Sexy is daring. Sexy is different. Sexy stands out. Sexy pulls you away from what is day-to-day -day dull and familiar. Sexy pulls at you and tugs at you and tempts at you. Sexy is fascinating to us, but, but that's why sexy is fleeting. Because what once fascinated us over time potentially loses its fascinating facets as we become all too familiar with it. Familiarity, as they say, breeds contempt. And nobody ever said, familiarity feeds my sexy. So sexy sure is fun, but sexy is not very functional long term. Too much distracting, too much tempting, too much arousing. It'd be kind of like living life on Viagra 24-7. Can't get much of the important stuff done. Fun stuff, yeah, but important stuff? Important stuff like social change. You know, where you'd think that the goal is getting as many people in a society on the same page together for something better. Real social change, right? Unified, right? Shouldn't positive social change for everyone be seen as sexy? Nah. My town, Rockford, Illinois, it was 2020, the season of social change, unrest, and protests. Thousands gathered in Rockford, largely peacefully, and it redirected everyone's reality, arousing attention, shutting down traffic for BLM protests. And across town, same time of the year, a unity rally, well promoted in advance, was launched by two black Americans here in the Midwest, and the headline read the next day, Dozens gather for unity rally. Dozens? I'll never forget that headline because headlines are supposed to be sexy. Headlines are supposed to get your attention. And what got my attention is that apparently unity rallies don't arouse us as much as a rally for one side or the other side of the discussion. Both sides are important to a discussion, but apparently unity is the least sexy subject. But hey, lifelong marriage now. Now that's an example of unity between two people. That has to be sexy, right? So decades and decades of wedded bliss. I mean, what's not sexy about that? Listen, we all know the elevated divorce rate and the diminishing marital rate over recent decades. It's documented. There's no need to rehash old hash. But are marriages not happening or lasting because they're not sexy? Or is sexy not essential to decades-long wedlock you know, success, wedlock bliss? Well, let's ask the experts. Did you know that per the Guinness Book of World Records, the longest recorded marriage of all time was almost 87 years? And no, it was not some prearranged marriage from their birth. It was Zelmira and Herbert Fisher's marriage, and it withstood the Great Depression, World War II, the Korean War, 
the Vietnam War, the civil rights movement throughout the South, and 15 presidential administrations. This North Carolina couple made it almost 87 years until Herbert passed away in 2011 and Zelmyra passed on about two years later. But they left behind a beautiful legacy of love and commitment. They also left behind some touching words about the secret to a long-lasting relationship. On their Twitter account, can you believe that they had a Twitter account? Yeah, Valentine's Day 2010. I read their interview and I'm paying forward what stuck with me and struck me as the three key points. When they were asked, what was the best piece of marriage advice you ever received? They said, respect, support, and communicate with each other. Be faithful, honest, and true. Love each other with all of your hearts. When asked, at the end of a bad relationship day, what's the most important thing to remind yourselves? Their advice was, remember marriage is not a contest. Never keep a score. God has put the two of you together on the same team to win. And about disagreements, is fighting important? They emphasized, never physically fight. Agree that it's okay to disagree and fight for what really matters. Learn to bend, not break. Hmm. Especially each other, I'd imagine. See, nothing in there, anywhere, any damn where, about sexy. But after over eight decades, they became the definition, the gold standard of unity. And that's very rare. It gets your attention. It got mine. It rouses my curiosity. It distracts us from all the negativity in the world. Their unity was attention-getting, distracting, arousing, I don't know, that sounds like sexy to me. You know who else sounded sexy but never gave a second thought about it? When asked if she was sexy, she replied, I'm not what you might call sexy, but I am romantic. Let's put it that way. Thank you, Betty White. Funny though, when you watched Betty White's eyes twinkle as she interacted with her love of her life husband, Alan Ladd, she was sexy. And now that Alan Ladd has been gone so many years, when you watch tape of Betty White talk about her years-long crush on actor Robert Redford, her eyes dart about in a mischievous way, and she's sexy. And she was damn near a freaking hundred years old. She may have preferred to think of herself as romantic over sexy, but that can be overly sexy. Doubt me? Just ask Ryan Reynolds how sexy Betty was. Reynolds won the title of People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in 2010, so he knows sexy, and he'll tell you. Betty White, in married unity all those years, sexy. Ryan Reynolds, married over a decade, I'm sure somebody still thinks he's sexy. Hell, there'll be fo folks out there who, they think that Ryan Reynolds is sexy when he's older than Betty White. All right, let's move on and quit giving Ryan Reynolds more free press. Speaking of older and sexy, I have a picture in my phone. It's a picture of an older, 70-ish-year-old-ish couple. They're totally naked, standing, holding each other in an inseparable hug. They're just appreciating each other, and they're protecting each other from, I don't know, in my imagination, what's a sometimes scary and dividing world. And where those two people, were they to separate, they would have just been two nude, deconditioned, overfat, scarred by life frames of flesh and bone. Lots of it. But when together, they fit. Man, how they fit. Limb by limb and skin fold upon fold. And they molded into a most beautiful embrace. 
And I say molded because it's really more of a mosaic, you know? Like a work of art where it's made up of deliberately different pieces that don't all look alike, but they're more special together. It may be wrong of me, but it always reminded me of my folks. They lived through hell, divorced and remarried each other multiple times. Because even when they couldn't get along, they never lost hope for unity. My mom and dad, after 40 years together, mom had MS, she survived breast cancer, and finally brain cancer, which she did not survive. Dad had heart disease, cancers, etc. But what I'll always remember was the way mom would point to dad's butt and say, that's mine. God, as a kid, that bugged me. It was annoying. But as a man, that's what I find sexy in a woman. When she still claims what's hers after all those years. Hint, hint to my wife. <laughs> Dad thought mom was hot, and she thought he was sexy. And most importantly, that's beautiful, which I believe may be a cut above sexy. And even though, as I said, my folks married, divorced, ditto, 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 ditto again, they never cut out hope for unity. But they never stepped entirely away from sexy. So how can we get more of each? If sexy is by its nature fleeting and unity is meant to last, how can we get more of each without cutting too much out of the other? Is there one approach to provide both? And if so, how? So listen, you all know I research the bejeez out of these episodes. I try and bring you the experts' spin on how to win. And wow, when I did, I just feel like I got sucker gut punched. So I researched, and when I asked the know-it-all oracle of all Google, so yeah, I researched and I, I researched these specific words. Steps to bring unity. So under steps to bring unity, what I got? Well, over half of the scrolling page of responses referenced the church. Seeking unity and achieving unity in the churches of our world. Well, no wonder unity ain't sexy. The churches of our world are obsessed with it and they can't get it right. So what hope do we heathens have? So next, so then I look up steps to being sexy. Want to know what I got? Well, I found a collection of crap mostly, but I found one guy who'd researched the exact same thing and he narrowed it down to these six most mandatory tools to have in your sexy box. And they are, in no particular order, integrity, intelligence, eye contact, kindness, sense of humor, and number six, confidence. Number one, integrity. Live true to you, not phony. Number two, intelligence. Be smart, but the smartest thing is keep getting smarter. Number three, eye contact. Acknowledge someone. Number four, kindness, and kindness for its own sake. Number five, a sense of humor. The ability to laugh and even more help others laugh. And number six, again, confidence, feeling good about yourself. And confidently feeling good about yourself means you don't want others to not feel good about themselves. These six steps to being sexy are all throughout the interweb. And I gotta say, should they also, shouldn't they also be all throughout our churches, folks? I mean, come on, people. Look at the list. Integrity, improving our intelligence, greeting people with eye contact, being kind, helping people laugh in a sensitive way, no cruel jokes, don't be douchey, and feeling good about yourself with confidence? Hell, if you can't find those things in church, well, first off, number one, you're going to the wrong church, and two, 
that kind of church is just all wrong. And it needs to spend less time trying to bring unity the way they've been failing at, and more time learning to live sincerely sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's right, I said it. I'm probably going to burn in somebody's idea of hell for it. But before I go, I want to take some of you with me. So now, go forth and make believers of all people that you are one sexy beast. And emphasize it every day at least one of your new sexy skills. The six sexy skills. One, live true to you with integrity. Two, demonstrate your intelligence through humbly sharing it. Three, look folks in the eye and greet them like you want to be there, with them, in that moment. Next, do something kind for them. Expect nothing in return, though. Number five, help them laugh and then laugh along with them. And lastly, leave them with the awareness that your confidence in you will never come at their expense. Do all that. Next, get yourself a talent agent and set aside some time in your calendar for two things. One, getting asked to be on the cover of People Magazine's Sexiest Personal Live. And two, spending some sacred time in unity with others, maybe even in the right church, congregating and cooperating. But beware, I warned you, this kind of church ain't for everybody, just us sexy people. And now more words of wisdom to wow your socks off from the Live Life Lean Guide itself. Today's entry from page 158. What the expert said, part of the secret of success in life is to eat what you like and let the food fight it out inside. Mark Twain. And what the guy had heard about this? This must be the battlefield where they fought the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> and what do you think about this? Using the Live Life Lean system, what have you learned recently that's new? What have you earned that wasn't just handed to you? Where are you adding to the world that isn't just about you? Now reflect on it, respect it, be grateful for it, but before you navigate someplace next, please like, subscribe, and share to show you care. Thank you for listening. I hope you're enjoying your copy of the Live Life Lean, L-E-A-N guide. Enjoying it almost as much as I did creating it. And if you don't have a copy yet, go on over to Ampurage.com or Amazon and get started today experiencing the amazing power of knowing every day is literally yours to be grateful about. And you need never feel unfulfilled again. I'm Jim Hall. And until next time, good health, God bless, and now go get a little dirty learning something new, earning what's not given to you, adding to this crazy world that we share, and navigating your way to something new and next.